Introducing Pastor Marjorie Esomoe. Pastor Marjorie Esomoe is an ordained minister and co-pastor of Triumphant Church International, London, England. Marjorie and her husband of almost 30 years, Pastor Clem Esomoe, minister together, having apostolic oversight of churches and outreaches in the United Kingdom, Europe, South Africa, and Nigeria. She's the president and founder of the Dynamic Wisdom for Women International and the founder of the prolific Wise Women Awards. She's also the founder of the Comfort Home Orphanage. Pastor Marge, as she's fondly called, is a very dynamic, proactive, ingenious, and resourceful woman. A natural born leader whose abilities have been enhanced with over 30 years of being in leadership, both in ministry and the marketplace. Pastor Marjorie is well known in the Christian and charitable community of United Kingdom, Europe, and Africa. She is a sought-after international conference speaker. She was recently listed on the Keep the Faith magazine Hall of Most Influential Black Christian Women in Great Britain and recognized as a community champion by the West African Women in Europe Awards. Please welcome Pastor Marjorie Esomoe. Please welcome Pastor Marjorie Esomoe. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Good morning, church. Turn to your neighbor. Tell them good morning. And tell them thank you for being in the house of God. Tell them a big thank you for being in the house of God. Stretch your holy hands towards heaven. Stretch those holy hands. We come before you, Lord, this morning. You are the covenant-keeping God. You are the God who never fails. You are Alpha. You are Omega. You are the Waymaker. You are the king of glory, the lion of the tribe of Judah. We bless your name this morning because you are the prayer answering God. Father, I submit my spirit. I submit my soul. I submit my body, everything around me, my thoughts, my words to you. I ask in the name of Jesus that Lord, you will bless the people of God. Hide me under the blood. Hide me behind the cross. And Lord, do what only God can do. Glorify your name. Magnify your name. Show yourself strong, oh God. In Jesus' name we have prayed and believed. People say the loudest, amen. Go to two people before you sit down. Prophesy to them. Tell them the God of covenant will reveal his glory on your behalf. Prophesy to that man. Tell them the God of covenant, he will fight your battles. The God of covenant, he will fight your battles. The God of covenant, he will defeat your strong enemy. The God of covenant, he will defeat your strong enemy. The God of covenant, he will defend your family. The God of covenant, he will defend your destiny. The God of covenant, he will glorify his name in your life. If you believe it, shout amen. God bless you as you take your seats. Amen. This morning, I want to speak about the manifestation of the God of covenant in the spirit of might. I want to talk about God manifesting in the spirit of might. Please go with me to Jeremiah chapter 16. If possible, the New Living Translation. And we shall read from verse 21. Jeremiah chapter 17. From verse 21. And the Bible says. The Lord says. Now. I will show them my power. Somebody said now I will show them my power. 
And now I will show them my might. At last they will know and understand that I am the Lord. I will show them my power. I will show them my might. When the Bible talks about words, God is not prodigal. I want to take a few minutes and give this background so we all can be on the same page. When God speaks in the scriptures, he is not prodigal, so he does not use words carelessly. If he talks about power and he talks about might, that means they are different. Praise the Lord. He said in the first instance, I will show them as the God of covenant, I will manifest my power. And then I will manifest my might. And then they would know that I am the Lord, God of heaven. Amen. Now, what is power? Please follow me. When we talk about power, we're talking about the possession of control, authority, command over other people, over things. We're talking about political power, economic power, spiritual power or delegated power. Amen. So power has to do with possession of control. Power also has to do with the ability to do something. Someone say the ability to do something. Power has to do with the ability to act. Power has to do with the capability of accomplishing something. Amen. But please note this. Power has to do with using force. Somebody say power has to do with using force. And power has to do with using strength. Praise the Lord. Now, what is might? Because we've talked about power. Power has to do with acts of force. When in the realm of power, there's a bit of struggle. In the realm of power, there's a bit of distress, a bit of push. Amen. But God wants to show us his power and also wants to move us to the realm of might. I announced to somebody in the house, something is about to happen this week that will shift you from the realm of power, hallelujah, into the realm of might. I thought somebody would say a loud amen. Amen is not what you just say. Amen means I agree with what you have just said. I receive it. Can somebody shout a loud amen? Because from this morning, you are entering another realm. You are entering the realm where God does not only manifest his power. <laughs> he will not just manifest his power. He will manifest his might. So what is might? Praise the Lord. Might is a realm of superior power. Might also has to do with power. But it's a realm of superior power. It's a realm of superior strength. It's a realm of superior force. Might is power of a superior kind. Now, when you say a country has military power, you are basically counting the number of weapons that they have. When you say somebody has power or a nation has power, you are counting the number of people in their military. You are counting the number of equipment and uh, military equipment that they own but when you enter the realm of might when you say a nation has military might it's a different realm it's not a realm where you are counting their weapons it's not a realm where you're counting the people it's a realm where it's got nothing to do with the number of people that they have it 
an amen. amen. I'll take it a bit further. In the realm of power, we have to look at each other face to face and fight. Touch each other. But in the realm of might, when God moves to the realm of might, I don't need to meet you physically to fight. I can sit here at Fountain of Life Church and I can decree a thing and it will be established in my village. I said I can sit here at Fountain of Life Church. I can decree a thing and it will be established in my business, established in my office. I hear the Lord say, somebody in this house, you're about to shift. I said there is a shift. You are moving from the realm of power. <laughs> you are moving from the realm of power and you are entering the realm of might. No more struggle. No more struggle. Can I hear a loud amen? Praise the Lord. The covenant keeping God. I will show you my power. <laughs> and I will show you my might. Glory to Jesus. Let me explain this concept further. Because we need to get it before I move forward. Genesis 49 verse 3. Please put it in King James Version. Genesis 49 and verse 3. Glory to God. It says, Reuben, you are my what? My firstborn. You are my might. You are my might. And you are the beginning of my strength. You know, there's a strength you carry when you have your first child. It's different from the strength of the second. Hello. So might is superior power. Reuben, you are my firstborn. You are my might. You are the beginning of my strength. The excellency of dignity. And the excellency of my power. Can I hear an amen? Praise the Lord. We're just establishing the difference between power and might. Amen. The Bible says the spirit of the Lord shall be upon us. The spirit of power, the spirit of might. Somebody here is com coming from the place of power. And you're entering the place of your maximum potentials. Because of the spirit of might. Let me hear an amen. I said to the Lord, what is the difference between one believer and another believer? Why is it that some believers accomplish so much and some believers just watch them? God said to me, those who have understood the power that is in might are the ones that will do exploits. Those that have shifted from the realm of power into the realm of might are the ones that will enter their full potentials. Are the ones that will do great and mighty things. Glory be to the Lord. And I believe that you are one of them. Now I want to very quickly look at some manifestations of the spirit of might. Glory to the Lord. We thank God for the choir. The last song said, he parted the Red Sea and we walked through it. You know, a lot of people, please put Psalm 114 on the screen for me. A lot of people think that it was the rod of Moses that opened the Red Sea. Uh-uh. It was not the rod of Moses that opened the Red Sea. Psalm 114 tells us that the spirit of might, the God of covenant was in operation. Can I hear an amen? When Israel went out of Egypt, the house of Jacob from a people of a strange language, keep going. Judah was his sanctuary. In other words, the presence of the Lord was there. Glory, hallelujah. The God of covenant was there. Amen. And Israel, his dominion, keep going. The sea saw it and fled. The sea saw it and fled. Talking about the Red Sea. And also, according to Joshua, the Jordan River.
river, the Bible says, also saw it and fled back. Keep going. The mountains keep like rams. The little hills like lambs. Keep going. Now, the psalmist in the realm of the spirit asks a question. The psalmist said to the Red Sea, Oh Red Sea, why are you driven back? Why did you part? Why did you run? Why did you flee? Jordan River, why did you run back? Let's hear the answer. Ye mountains you skip like ram and you little hills like lambs. The next verse. Tremble, O earth, at the presence of the Lord, at the presence of the God of Jacob. Listen, when you carry the glory of God, when you carry the presence of God, the Red Sea will part. Can I hear an Amen. The Red Sea saw the presence of the Lord. You can joke with anybody. You can joke with any man. You can joke with any woman. But beloved, you better not joke with a man or a woman that carries the presence of the Lord. I announce to somebody in the house, you are going with the presence, the presence of the Holy God into your house, into your family, into your office, can you shout hallelujah? Tell somebody, I carry the glory. I carry the covenant keeping God. Let me hear your amen. <laughs> the Red Sea saw the presence of the God of might. And the Red Sea decided to run back those holy hands. Say, I carry the presence. Say, I carry the presence. Let's look at another, at another manifestation of the spirit of might. Acts chapter 12 verse 10 tells us, after Peter came out of prison, he went to the first ward, the first gate, the first door. They opened it for him. That's the realm of power. In the realm of power, you need to use something. You need to use a key and that's fine. There's a realm where you need to do something. In the realm of power, he got to the first gate. They opened it for him. They used the key. That's fine. Second gate, they opened it for him. When he entered the city gate, the Bible says it was an iron gate. When he entered that realm, listen, there's a realm where you need to enter the city. Bible tells us there are blessings of the field and there are blessings of the city. When it is that season to enter the realm of the city, you need the spirit of might. At that point, you cannot struggle of your own. The Bible says when it got to that realm, of the iron gate. The iron gate opened by itself. <laughs> Am I talking to the church? I declare into the womb of this city. Is somebody ready to receive? I speak to the womb of Lagos State. I speak to the womb of Nigeria. Let every iron gate open up. Let every iron gate open up. I am a bush. Hallelujah. I can actually hear the chains break. Yes, Lord. That realm where you have no father, you have no mother, something just has to happen. It has to open by itself. That's the realm of might. That's the realm where the God of covenant shows up by himself. I activate the covenant keeping God. The covenant of life. The covenant of favor. The covenant of abundance. I activate open doors. Can I hear a loud amen? Yay! The city gate opened by itself. Listen, there are doors that you need keys for. That's fine. That's another realm. That's the realm of power. But there are realms where you just get to that door. The sense 
saw just recognizes <laughs> that there's a child of God. The sensor just knows that somebody's Susan is here. And you get to that door and the door opens. Can I hear a hallelujah? I speak to the womb of 2018. I speak to the womb of Lagos. I speak to the womb of your office. I prophesy to that womb. No abortion. No abortion. Open up. Open up. Open up. In the name of Jesus. In the realm of might, you don't need to talk much. You just show up. <laughs> Hallelujah. A daughter of mine last February, she unfortunately had a pregnancy two months and she lost it in Port Harcourt. Unfortunately, while she was at church at home, alone, her husband traveled. You know how it is. If you don't bring the cash, the doctors don't touch. And they rushed her that night to the hospital. No cash. So they left her there. She saw her life draining out. She used, sorry to say that from the pulpit. She used a bed sheet. Her child's bed sheet. To stop the flow. One bed sheet soaked. Two bed sheets soaked. Three bed sheets. For two months pregnancy. That was something that came to kill. After a while. She said to her neighbors who took her to the hospital. Please tell my sister's in-law. Tell my husband to look after my children. In her own words, she saw her spirit come out of her body. You know what that means. She said just like in the movies. She saw her spirit man come out. And she saw it walking through the door. And then I appeared. I came with my wise woman pray t-shirt. That's why when Pastor Nomti says wear a t-shirt, it's not just something you wear for fun. When a woman of God says something, just take it. Because your life is about to turn to joy. I entered that, that hospital room in the spirit with my wise women pray t-shirt. And as soon as I entered, I said to her, Gladys, I'm not going to bury you. Come on, get back. And the spirit man walked back into that body. She came out of that hospital without the doctors having to do anything. That's the realm of might. Can I hear an amen? Get ready. By the close of this conference on Sunday, your life can never be the same. Let me hear an amen. Let me hear an amen. Let heaven hear your amen. Let heaven hear your amen. Let the earth hear your amen. Let the pits of darkness hear your amen. Let hell hear your amen. It is established in the name of Jesus. Somebody say the realm of might. Very quickly, Samson in Judges 14 verse 6. I like this one. The Bible says a lion appeared to Samson and roared. Is there someone here that is under a threat? <laughs> a lion appeared to Samson and roared at him. When you're under a threat, the God of covenant shows up in might. Bible says, New Living Translation, I love New Living Translation. New Living Translation says, he killed it like a young goat. Another version says, he took that lion and tore it apart like a baby goat. That's the realm of might. In the realm of might, you do what? By your natural ability, you cannot. But God is empowering you. In this service, somebody receive impartation. Every lion, every roaring spirit, every power that is roaring at you, whether they be from the court, whether they be from the north, the south, the east, and the west, I stand here in the name that is above every other name. Their power stops right now. 
right now in the name of Jesus. <laughs> God said, is it, uh, God spoke to Hezekiah. He said, don't worry about their threat. They will not enter this city. <laughs> hey, I said they will not enter this city. With your bare hands. That's the realm you're entering. I said that's the realm you're entering. The spirit of might. On his own he couldn't have done it. But when the spirit of might comes upon you. You will do greater things. You will do exceeding things. You will manifest your full potentials. In the name of Jesus. When a host came against Samson number four. Judges 15 verse 15. Samson killed 1,000 men with only the jaw of an ass because the spirit of might was upon him. Judges 15, 15. He just picked up, there was a host coming against him. He just picked up the jaw of an ass. And the Bible says with it, he killed how many? 1,000. I don't think it was him. Praise the Lord. No, it wasn't him. It was the Lord in his manifested glory. In the spirit of might. That's why the psalmist says, lift up your heads. All ye gates, ye everlasting doors, lift up your heads. Let the king of glory come in. Amen. And the devil had the audacity to ask a question. He said, who is this king of glory? <laughs> and Jesus answered, I am the Lord, strong and mighty in battle. The Lord of hosts, when you talk about the Lord of hosts, that means I don't come alone. When I enter a place, I come with a host. Hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. I see God fight your battles. I see you run through the troops. A thousand men with just a jaw of an ass. That's the realm of might. Enter that realm. Do me a favor. Slap the person next to you. Slap them hard. Tell them there is a shift. Tell them there is a shift. I'm moving away from the realm of power into the realm of might. Shout hallelujah. Glory. this quickly. We're looking at the manifestation of the spirit of might through the God of covenant. Judges chapter 5. I'll read verse 4 and 5. King James version. Judges chapter 5. The spirit of might. When you enter that realm, all things are possible. When you enter that realm, you can do all things through Christ that strengthens you. Can you look at your neighbor, look right into their eyes. Tell them I'm not the same person that entered the service today. I'm not the same woman that came to church this morning. If you believe it, I want to hear your amen. Deborah said, Lord, when you wentest out of Seir, when you marched out of the field of Edom, the earth trembled, the heavens dropped. And the clouds also dropped water. The mountains melted before from the Lord. Even that Sinai from before the Lord. Put it back on verse 5. I want to show us something quickly. We are very familiar with Judges chapter 4. Where we saw Deborah and Barak go to war against Caesarea. Now, chapter 5, Deborah opens up like the making of a movie. She opens up the making of chapter 4. In chapter 4, we saw the fort. We saw everything that happened. But we did not really know what happened on the ground. So Deborah in chapter 5 shows us what happened. She said, beloved, in chapter 4, you thought it was Deborah. In chapter 4, you thought it was Jael. In chapter 4, you thought it was Barak. But in chapter 5, I want to show you what happened. She said, Lord, when you went out of Seir, 
strength. You know, never you look at yourself. Because if you look at yourself, you will miss it. She said, Lord, it was you that came out of Seir. You are the one that marched out of the field of Edom. She reminds me of when David went to the Lord. David said to God, should I go? Should I pursue? God said, yes. When you go, follow the enemy from the front. The first time, confront him. The second time, should I go? Should I pursue? He said, yes. But this time, don't go from the front. Don't confront. Go from the back. And then when you go from the back, as soon as you corner the enemy, stand still. You know the story better than I. And then listen. He said, when you hear the marching on the mulberry bush, when you hear the marching, when you hear the Lord of hosts begin to march on the mulberry tree, then you can begin to move. Deborah said, it was not me. It was not Barak. It was the Lord of hosts, the God of covenant that rose up and marched out with us into battle. The realm of might. Never you count. You see, a lot of times we say David counted. I think it's 2 Samuel 21 or so. They say David counted. So when we come to church, we shouldn't count people. That's not true. What happened there was David counted the men of war. He didn't count Israel. He counted the men of war. He wanted to know what I have in my bank account. Is it enough for my wedding? What I have in my bank account, is it enough for my business? When you are in that realm, you are still in the realm of power. In the realm of might. We don't check the bank account. In the realm of might. When we get to Jordan, Bible says, Joshua, when you get to the river Jordan, this is not the realm of the, the, the season of Moses. In the season of Moses, you have to put the stick to test. In the realm of Joshua, when you get to the river, put your feet. Can I hear a hallelujah? Someone shout. I want to hear your victory shout. Let's move on. Next one. Very quickly. Acts of the Apostles. Chapter 28 verse 4 and 5. And when the barbarians saw the venomous beast hang on the hand of Paul, they said among themselves, no doubt this man is a murderer who wound the, he had escaped the sea, yet vengeance suffered not to live. What did Paul do? In the realm of power, when a venomous beast, a viper comes and attaches itself to you, you begin to run helter-skelter. You begin to look for weapons. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are what? Mighty. True God. True God. True God. To the pulling down of what? Stronghold. Can I hear some believers in the house give God a praise? Hallelujah. In the realm of might. What did Apostle Paul do? <laughs> he just took the Bible said he just did what? The realm of might. Turn to your neighbor, prophesy to them. You don't know how they got to church. Look right into their eyes. Tell them the battle is the Lord's. Tell that neighbor of yours, the battle is the Lord's. Tell them the God of covenant. The God who can never lie. The God who keeps his promises. He will fight for you. Just shake it off. Just shake it off. You know, sometimes when we judge God, we judge him as a man. And when I say man, I mean common gender. 
I'll tell you a story. Promise me you'll never tell anybody. <laughs> I was going somewhere with Pastor Clem. You guys know Pastor Clem. And um, we were supposed to meet at Islington. And then I was at, I think I was at, I was at Hackney. And then the person now called me. I now lied to her in the car just to make her happy. You know what I mean? I said, don't tell anybody. I now said to her, I'm in Dalston. Pastor Clem stopped the car. He said, honey, you just lied. <laughs> That's Pastor Clem. He said, you just lied. I said, I was just trying to make her feel like I'm, I'm near. He said, you lied. What am I saying? If you put me under pressure, I can lie. That's why the Bible says, God is not a man. is not a man that he should lie and when we say man there we mean common gender some of us treat God like a man we treat him like our last boyfriend that disappointed us we treat him like the last bank manager that said no God is not a man that he should lie Neither is he the son of man that he should repent. If he says anything, he will do it. That's why he said to Abraham, and in blessing, I will bless you. Listen, the Bible didn't say he said, he swore. I can see God look at the moon and say, maybe I want to swear by the moon. He checked the moon. He said, no, sometimes the moon comes out. And sometimes the moon disappears. I won't swear by the moon. He said, let me try the sun. Maybe I'll swear by the sun. He checked the sun. He said, no, sometimes the sun comes out. And sometimes the sun disappears. And he said, I will swear by myself. That in blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. Somebody praise the God of covenant. Praise the God of heaven. Praise Alpha and Omega. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. I'll take two more and we will stop it there. Esther chapter 3. This is a season where God comes out to fight when you have an ancestral battle. Please follow me on this. Sometime later, King Xerxes promoted who? Haman, son of Hamedata, the Agagite, over all the other nobles, making him the most powerful official in the empire. There's something there you need to see. Haman was an Agagite. Remember King Agag? The one that Saul, when God said, kill everybody. Saul decided, I will take Agag out and perhaps remove some of his family. There are many of us that are here that are fighting ancestral battles. The God of covenant is about to fight your battles. Because King Saul did not finish Agag. Haman, the Agagite, rose up many, many, many years after. There are some of us that are here fighting powers that defeated your grandparents. Powers that defeated your grandmother, your mother. But that power shall be broken today in the name of Jesus. Go to verse 7 quickly. Verse 7 of the same chapter says, please read this with me. So in the same month of April. Uh oh. Someone shout. Yay. I was going to read it in King James actually because the first one was King James but those people are in the spirit in the month of April listen to this 
During the 12th year of King Xerxes' reign, lots were cast in Haman's presence. The lots were called to determine the best day and month to take action. And the day selected was March 7, nearly a year later. If you put it in King James, it says for 12 months. Please, church, listen. Listen to this. Because we're talking about the God of covenant. We have our part to play. You and I have our part to play. The devil is not joking. When Pastor Taiwo calls a prayer meeting, he's not joking. It's not because he wants to fill the church. He wants to save your life and to save your family. In the first month, they cast prayer. That is the Lord. Before Haman, day to day, month to month, for 12 months. What were they doing? Every day, Haman would go before his idol and said, is it today that I should strike? Should I do it today? They would say, no, not every day, day by day. And you know when they appear before those gods, they don't go empty-handed. They go with sacrifices. There are many of us here, people are servicing altars against you. And then when it's time for us to service our own altar, through our tithes, through our giving, we're joking with it. Beloved, when I got this revelation, I don't give offering. I give sacrifice. Let it sink deep. Because there are altars in different places where they are calling our names every day and say, is it today? Is today the day to do it? And then you come to church. You're acting cute. That's a message for another day. Did God show up for Esther? Did God show up for Esther? True prayer and fasting. Seven things that you must do to activate this God of might. Number one, do not eat the king's meat. For Daniel proposed in his heart that he will not defile himself with the king's meat. Nor the portion of the drink that he drank. Number two, believe the God of might. Number three, believe that nothing is impossible. Number four, believe God's word is final. Number five, stand on God's word and be a student of the Bible. Be a student of the Bible. Number six, never grieve the Holy Spirit. Number seven, live a life of devoted prayer. The last manifestation of the God of might I'd like you to rise up to your feet. Otherwise, I'll just keep going. I'll talk about this. Put Daniel chapter 5 verse 5 on the screen. Daniel chapter 5 verse 5. In the same hour came forth the finger of a man's hand and wrote over against the candlestick upon the plaster of the wall of the king's palace and the king saw the part of the hand that wrote a man's finger came out and wrote amen please take note of that amen next chapter that we need to read amen I'm taking you somewhere and we will close there Luke chapter 11 verse 20 the manifestation of the spirit of might Luke chapter 11 and verse 20 Jesus said, but if I, with the what? Finger of God, cast out devils, no doubt the kingdom of God is what? Come upon you. Please take note of that, the finger of God. Amen. Now, let's go quickly to Exodus 8.18. And please put it in a New Living Translation. Exodus 8.18. Please. Watch this. Every time the Moses performed a miracle, the Egyptian magicians will reply. They will do it. There are many of you. You've been, every time you make a move, the devil puts you down. Every time you try to take 10 steps, you move 30 steps backwards and God is watching. <laughs> Magicians replied, 
And then it got to Exodus 8, 18. <laughs> Pharaoh's magicians tried to do the same thing with their secret art. But the Bible says, this time around, they failed. Hallelujah! And Gnas covered everyone, people and animal alike. Go to 19. Now, watch this. Nobody at that point had ever had the revelation of the finger of God. The first one we read was Daniel. Second one we read was Luke. Nobody had ever had that revelation. The magicians themselves went back to Pharaoh the ascender and told Pharaoh that the gear has shifted. <laughs> That the God of covenant has moved from the realm of power into the realm of might. I don't think you heard me. I said there is a shift. The magicians themselves saw that something had happened. They saw that God, there was an upgrade of power. That this is no longer the realm of power. In the realm of power, there is force. But in the realm of might, they tried. But this time around, the Bible says they have failed. In the realm of might. Nobody can replicate it at that realm. That's the realm where you can sing. Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? Who can battle with the Lord? I say, that's the realm. Hallelujah. I want you to lift up those holy hands. Understand that you activate this realm of might through power of prayer. It's not the realm where you talk. You don't talk much. You, you labor according to Hebrews 4 11 we labor that we might enter rest you labor in your house and when you come out people look at you you're taking pictures on Facebook they say, ah, she's so cute we don't do certain things on Facebook we just take pictures to deceive them until they come close then they say hey, there's another power that works here can I hear an amen <laughs> you just take pictures when they come close then they know that you don't touch a pot that is boiling <laughs> lift up those holy hands you are going to pray to the God of covenant I want you to open your mouth and declare it don't allow your neighbor's voice to drown your voice in this service I want you to call upon the God that never fails lift up your holy hands say father in the name of Jesus let every rest see open up. Let every rest see open up in my marriage, in my family, in my destiny. Open your mouth, beloved. Call upon the Lord. Let every rest see. Randabo shandayabos. Rakabababa. Mashakaya mandos. Rakandele ledebos. Randele boshandaya. Rakababai sheke. Rakandolo bosha. Let every race open up. Open up. Open up. Open up. Open up. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Stretch your holy hands towards heaven. Nobody knew that there was a way through the Red Sea. Only God knew. Only God knew there was a way. The Bible says the living creatures that stand before the presence of the Lord. Revelation 4. They have eyes before them. They have eyes behind them. They have eyes within them. The Bible says they are full of eyes. Lift up those holy hands. I said you shall be full of eyes. You shall be full of eyes. 
You are full of eyes. Stretch your holy hands. Say, oh God, open my eyes. Open my eyes to know the way to go. In the name of Jesus, talk to the Lord. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our eyes, Lord. Mayandalabo. Rakababayandabosh. Rakandalabosh. Yekandalalabosh. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our eyes, Lord. Open our eyes, Lord. Yatalabosh. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> Stretch your holy hands. When the God of covenant appears, he does a strange work. Isaiah 28 verse 21 says, Isaiah 28 21. Don't bother writing, get the tape. Get the scriptures later. Isaiah 28 21 says, The Lord shall rise up as he did, put it in King James, as he did at Mount Perazim. What did he do in Mount Perazim? That's where he gave the master breakthrough. Can I hear an amen? Isaiah said, Lord, what you did in Mount Perazim, do it in my life. Can I hear an amen? He said, oh God, what you did in the valley of Gibeon, what did he do in the valley of Gibeon? It was in the valley of Gibeon that Joshua said, let the sun stand still. And the Bible says, never has God answered a man like he did on that day. Isaiah said, what you did in the valley of Gibeon, do it in my life. Isaiah said, oh God, do your strange walk in my life. Do your strange act. What is a strange walk? A strange walk is what the doctors cannot explain. Lift up your holy hands. Say, Father, arise. Oh, God of covenant. Do your strange walk. Do your strange act in my life, oh God. Open your mouth, beloved. Cry unto the Lord. Do your strange walk. Do your strange act. Yeah. Yeah. My God. My God. We break the barriers. We break the barriers. Do your strange walk. Do your strange act. Do your strange walk. Do your strange walk. Do your strange act. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'll take the last prayer point. Zechariah chapter 5. I like to pray with scriptures. Zechariah chapter 5. I'll summarize it. From verse 5. Zechariah opened his eyes. And the angel said to Zechariah. See what is coming. Zechariah said what is it. And when he looked. It was a basket. And the basket was covered. With a heavy lead. It was a basket. But the covering was made of lead. And when they opened that basket. A woman was there. Sitting in the basket. That does not mean that any woman you see now is a spirit. That's not what I'm saying. Spirits are spirits. They are not human. Praise God. Next verse. And when Isaiah said, looked at it, the angel said, the name of that woman is wickedness. The power, the only power that can resist us is the spirit of wickedness. And beloved, this world is wicked. That's why you, you cannot joke when pastor says, come for prayer meeting. Please, hear this girl. You can't joke. You can't joke. This world is deep. This world is wicked. I don't have time to tell you stories. Lift up your holy hands. Stretch those holy hands. Say, Father, under this anointing, I paralyze every spirit of wickedness every spirit of wickedness against my life, against my family, against my destiny. Today, I bind your powers. I break your hold over my life, over my family. Somebody pray in the name of Jesus. Break the power of wickedness. Break the spirit of wickedness.
Your power is broken. Your power is broken. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Please do not miss any session of this conference. I'm just a little girl that just came to open up the conference. Praise God. Don't miss any season of this conference. Because something definite, something definite is about to happen. (laughs) People will look at you after this conference. And say, how did your children get into that school? And you will look at them and tell them, I and the children that God has given to me, we are made for what? Signs and for oneness. Hallelujah. The realm of might. I'm about to take my seat. But I believe that, please help me to take this down. There are altars that must be silenced. There are altars that have been serviced year in, year out. Some of them from January, they've been servicing the altars. Asking when should we strike? When should we do it? I want everyone in the house, you know your battle. You understand your battle. You know what you are fighting. You know the kind of altars that have been erected against you and your family. Nobody needs to tell you your battle. You know it. The higher you go, the higher the battles. I want everyone in the house. This morning, take a sacrifice. Pastor Taiwo, this is what the Lord laid in my heart. Please, permit me, sir. Take a sacrifice in your hand. Please, not a seed. A sacrifice in your hand. Everybody, a sacrifice in your hand. If not for the crowd, I would have said, bring it to the altar. I would have said, bring it to the altar. Everybody take a sacrifice, a sacrificial seed. If you're writing a check, write please in favor of the fountain of life church. I believe that's what it is. Everybody take a sacrifice. Everybody take a sacrifice. We want to silence Every altar that has been speaking against your family. Are we ready? Are we ready? When you're ready, I'll pray and I'll let you pass it on to the ushers. Take a sacrifice, everybody. What is a sacrifice to one is not a sacrifice to the other. What is a sacrifice to A is not a sacrifice to B. Everybody take a sacrifice. Take a sacrifice. We want to silence some altars. You will see what will happen. (laughs) Are we ready? Lift it up towards heaven. Stretch those holy hands towards heaven. Stretch it towards heaven. Stretch it towards heaven. Say, Father, this is my sweat, this is my labor the works of my hands. I bring it of my choice by my own volition in the name of Jesus. As I drop it this morning at the altar, I ask in the name of Jesus that every altar speaking against my family, speaking against my destiny, let them be silenced. Let them be silenced. Let them be silenced. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Thank you for having me. May the Lord bless you. Please welcome Pastor Taiwo. <laughs> Can there be a better way to start word explosion? Come on, come on, celebrate Jesus in the house. I say celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. Celebrate. The best way you can celebrate Jesus, do it now. 
That you have been tremendously blessed by this message. For additional information and materials from Pastor Tai Udukoya, please contact us at the Fountain of Life Church, 12 Industrial Estate Road by PZ Industries, Off Town Planning Way, Ilukoju, Lagos. Visit our website at www.tfolc.org. Thank you. God bless you.